All righty, I like talking to you. And welcome to another episode of Pencil Neck Geeks. I'm joined once again by my main man, the catcher of pigeons, the stealer of water, soap dish in the house, discharge, discharge, oh god, is that going to be the one to play at the top of the track? Uh, I don't know, let's see how the episode goes. The night is young and you're so pretty, how are we mister? Ah, I'm not feeling as pretty as you've just made me out to be, so thank you very much. But yeah, generally I'm alright. What about yourself? I'm doing alright, mate. I'm doing alright. Uh you been up too much this week? No. Oh. I had to think about that just in just in case I but no, no, the Christmas decorations are up. Um, we're recording this in November. The, the Christmas decorations oh. are up, you know, wasting no time. Uh daughter's very excited this year, so the oh. Christmas decks were I up like early. it. I'm a big fan of decoration up early because I was talking to the boys about this. They spotted a house that had decorations up. They was like, why have they got decorations up? It's still November. It's not December yet. And I'm like, but lads, Christmas is happiness. Like, they're just going to be happy looking at these decorations. Why wouldn't you want to put them up? Like, I'm kind of itching to get them up. So I'm thinking, why not put them up? Well, to me, Christmas starts when Elf is on the TV. And right. thankfully, Amazon Prime have just added it. So that oh, means okay. it's on TV now, as far as I'm so concerned. Technically, is it on TV, though? Because It is on this year on, on TV. Yeah, but that's the thing. If Christmas stars when it's on TV, it's not technically on TV if you've opted to watch it on a streaming platform. Uh, if you're watching it on your TV on a streaming platform. Anyway, we're, we're, going, we're going way off topic. This isn't, this isn't Pencil Neck <laughs> Christmas. It should be. Maybe that could be another podcast you start off. Have you got any uh, wrestling decorations on your tree? Let's bring it back. I do have Christmas decorations on my tree that are wrestling related. I have uh, two shirts. I have a Macho Man, Randy Savage uh, purple shirt and an Ultimate Warrior kind of yellowy kind of colour. It's a very weird, it's not white, it's not yellow. It's kind of in between like a lemon, like lemon. Um, yeah, very very weird. I don't know if they ever released it as an actual wearable shirt. The Macho Man one definitely uh, was one that they released, but I'm not sure about that Warrior one. Um, and I've also got uh, a ginger, of course, uh, a gingerbread Razor Ramon. Oh yeah. Not sure what that was. Well, that was kind of supposed to be Macho Man, but selling more yeah, like a sugar puff, sugar monster. Say hello to the bad guy. Um, I love them gingerbread men ones. Uh, did you get involved in the Black Friday stroke Cyber Monday deals that WWE were touting out? Uh, I did not. Um, mainly because, to be honest, and this is a tip for listeners, really, like if you want to buy wrestling merchandise, ShopZone... for listeners. Shop, that should be a segment. Um, ShopZone or, or WWE Euro Shop, as it is in the UK, uh, mm. and I suppose Europe... Um, they seem to have a sale every day of the year. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's absolutely madness. Like, 
when I, I, I went to, um, NXT, uh, when they were doing the, the London shows and they rolled out a hall in the, in the summer. Mm. Um, they had two nights of, of British action and, uh, they were selling t-shirts there for like 30 quid. They're not, yeah, yeah. they're not even that much on shop zone. And I think they may have had, they, they, they definitely had one event t-shirt, which you could probably only buy there or you'd, probably be able to buy actually on on shop zone at a later date for about a fiver because they always sell those ones off well cheap um but all the other shirts were just the normal shirts you could buy from uh euro shop and uh yeah like 30 quid Uh, and they're never 30 quid on there that you know the 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 average price about 25 pound for a t-shirt far too expensive but you don't have to wait long for a t-shirt to go in some kind of sale whether it's a fiver off tenner off you and me have picked t-shirts up for like two or three quid on that site before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, in fact, it was um, two weeks ago that they had one of their, I say one of their sales, as you say, there is a different out every day. They're like the DFS they, of, of they sportswear. They were literally giving away a Chris Jericho t-shirt. They for were, free. yeah. You had to pay a package and also all the sizes went. I think you could have bought like a 4XL version of it, but all the other sizes went. Uh, it is every day they do it. like uh, we've had the Black Friday I think uh, a lot of the stuff was 75% off and then it was like uh, other promo codes on top but today for being Tuesday the day after Cyber Monday they're still doing half price t-shirts Madness. so it's like every day there's a sale on. Um, I jumped on because I, I was waiting for Black Friday to then buy the uh, Christmas tree decorations I think I bought another 10 of the gingerbread men I think our Christmas tree is literally going to be resting gingerbread man. I'm, oh look, I mean it's Bobby Roode. I am um, Bobby Roode the gingerbread man. I'm going to um, possibly the best actually. I'm going to ruin some of your birthday present um, because I wanted to give you your birthday presents uh, near your birthday, but uh, as is tradition with us, uh, birthday presents come much later. Um, and I, I got you some Christmas decorations for your birthday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> among among other things but uh yeah i love i love the i love the use of plural yeah yeah, yeah. more than one present more than one present but um more than one present yeah i'm hoping you haven't got these particular ones but i mean who knows i mean you, you one of your favorite places to buy stuff is shop zone um yeah, and because it, it's so cheap i mean the thing is like what i will say as well like the t-shirts are supposed to be 25 quid there is no way those t-shirts are worth 25 quid no, exactly. I don't think they're the the material is particularly good. Yeah. If I'm honest. But would you but again, would you even pay twenty five pounds for them? Like there wouldn't be a day of the week where you're thinking, I need a t shirt, I can't possibly wait for it to be reduced to seven pounds. Uh, no, that's it. That's it. I mean the, the number of times I've looked at T shirts and I thought, Oh yeah, I want that one when it's in the sale. Yeah. Um I, I, I don't imagine they sell much at full price. Um but I, you know what? If if they want to do less sales, just improve the quality of the t-shirts. I'm not saying I would pay. I still wouldn't pay 25 quid for a wrestling t-shirt. I wouldn't pay 25 quid for most t-shirts, let alone a wrestling one. Um, yeah. But you know, either just make them cheaper, full stop. Because you know what? If they were 15 quid, I probably wouldn't give about so much if that was the the full price of them. But 25 quid, those t-shirts are never worth 25 quid. Yeah, exactly. Ever, ever. 
No, mate, you're right. But um, saying about Black Friday, I found a few like absolute bargains because obviously I'm trying to buy for the kids um, and mainly on T's uh, want list or list of Santa is wrestling figures. So I've been looking out for those ones. And um, it was Argos. Argos were the ones who seemed to really come up trumps. They didn't do anything the week leading into Black Friday, as most shops do nowadays. Mm. Uh, then it got to, I think it was the weekend, and I got the email to say we've put more stuff into Black Friday. So I clicked the link, so I've got nothing better to do with my time. In fact, sorry, it was a Friday they did this. Uh, maybe Thursday. So who cares? So I've clicked the thing, and they had the NXT wrestling figures, mm. the retail £20, which is a ridiculous amount for a figure, by the way. Mm. £20 for a figure now. They're good figures, like good, good likeness and whatnot. But £20 for figures, mad. I mean, the thing is, like, I remember picking up Hasbro's for like three ninety nine in Toy Stack. Yeah, yeah, Toy Stack. It was like the early 90s. Do you know what? It took me... Uh, I spent one Friday night. I get very trapped in in the rabbit hole sometimes, and I could not remember what the the toy shop was in the Ilford Exchange. This is such a yeah. niche reference, which is going to alienate some listeners. But just bear with me. And I, I, I love how you've referred to them as so many listeners. Well, if it's more than one listener, that's that's listeners, isn't it? So it's not many. It's not many. It's not many. Um, but over the years, I bought loads of wrestling stuff in there in fact just before it closed yeah. down i was buying wcw nitro trading cards um from from there for like ridiculous prices but i bought used to buy hasbro's and stuff from there and even when they first started selling um some of the jack stuff i think they were like five six quid then and that was like late 90s um around 2000 when they started to do like the the actual real scan figures, the Titantron lives and stuff like that. Oh, I think yeah. they went up to about a tenner, um, but it, they just slowly been creeping up. But to be honest, like I don't think it's necessarily a a wrestling figure thing. I just think in it's general not, toys are not. really really expensive. Yeah, um, yeah. Like uh, I was in the Disney store and I was looking. They've got that wicked cool uh, Thanos figure, and again like the same size as a wrestling figure. And that was reduced uh, to £23. Yeah. So it's, it's not just wrestling, it's just figures in general. And obviously you can pay more for figures, uh, as I have done, and we'll get to that. But, so um, they had these NXT figures mm. uh, on his list. Um, what I don't like is, uh, possibly because he's a kid, but where he's listed what wrestlers he wants, he's also then put wrestlers that he's already got, but he just wants like different versions of them, I guess. Right. And it's like, like if it was me thinking, I'm thinking, well, I just want like every wrestler that I like, I guess, rather than get like, he's got about six or seven AJ Styles. It's like, man, is it neat? Yeah, see, like, I was a bit like that when, because uh, I mean, Hasbro's was like the first line that we really got over here. Um, yeah. Now I know you got yours quite a lot later because you didn't start watching wrestling until later. But yeah, um, true. I, I started getting those. I think the first ones I got were probably Christmas ninety or ninety one, and um, you know I had a Hulk and I had Number Warrior. They come bundled with a ring that I got at the time, but I wasn't that bothered by the alternate versions. So the ones yeah, in different yeah. outfits. Like, I mean, they they some of them looked dramatically different. Um, and also the Hasbro's, because they all did an action feature, the moulds were different. So the, the first Warrior, 
had like a uh, you pushed down his back and he mm. jumped up. So he's like he had this like kind of kind of Best. top heavy top heavy body that would shrink down over his legs so he could jump up. Um, right. And the next one was more like a normal wrestling figure, the, the gorilla press slam that the first Hogan did. So it was That's a it. totally different looking figure of the same character. But I didn't. I, I had an armor warrior. I didn't need another armor warrior. And yeah. I'd get a bit annoyed if, as a gift, I'd have a wrestler, like a second wrestler, of, but in a different costume, just because it's yeah. like, well, I could have had Bam Bam Bigelow, Doink the Clown. Yeah, exactly. Doink was a wicked figure, by the way. Doink was. I never got that one until uh, you, actually. No. Yes, I got it from you. Um, was it? Yeah, with the broken finger. But, um, yeah. That's right, yeah. Sorry, Siri, Who's that? Siri started listening to our conversation. Don't like that at all. I don't know why she's done that. Always um, nice to meet a fan. Thanks, Siri. Yeah, thanks. Um, I won't say her name just again in case it activates her. But um, yeah, so I've never, I've never understood that that thing. Um, I suppose the only time it's, it might be slightly different is if a wrestler's had a dramatic change. So I'm thinking someone like Hogan or Sting. Where yeah. different face paint, uh, completely different kind of costume. Undertaker's another one. Lots of different types of Undertaker. But AJ Styles, Finn Balor, uh, Bailey. If you've got one, haven't you got them all? Well, I'd say you gave a bad example in Finn Balor because there's two Finn Balors. Because uh, yes. you could no, get Demon I'm thinking. I'm thinking purely. Yeah, Finn Balor, Finn Balor, but yeah, Demon's yeah. totally different kettle of fish. But, you know, Bailey, how many Baileys you need? Sasha Banks, John yeah, Cena. John Cena, I mean, there, there's probably close to 50, if not more, John Cena's out there. Yeah, and the difference is, yeah. is, you know, jorts, jeans, uh, <laughs> and his T-shirt. His T-shirt will be different every time. Or he'll have no T-shirt. Um, yeah. But you know the, the the head's normally the same. The face is very similar. I, I just don't understand why you'd want, you know, a John Cena in an orange t-shirt and a John Cena in a green t-shirt and a John Cena in a blue t-shirt. Same figure. Yeah, exactly. But, but that was my favorite. So he's put down the ones the shield. Shields are one of his favorites or whatever. So I'm like, okay. Uh, so I've um, gone to Argos. I've seen the prices figures, and I've um, I think I paid for I paid for three of them. But obviously, when I've got there, I'll set them because with Argos, there's a shop where you don't know what they have, and you have to ask them because it was uh, it could have been one of any. Yeah, uh, they didn't actually say. I think they gave four options. The options, if I remember correctly, were yeah, it was uh, Seth Rollins, it was uh, No Way No Way Jose, uh, Austin Aries, and it was Bailey. So you had like a choice of four there. So I've said to her like, you know, I've pay for free but i happily buy more if you've got more that he doesn't have and uh was it she brought out ember moon straight away and i was like well okay that's different so i thought yeah we'll have that and then uh she, who was it then it was uh but rusev came out and then they brought well, out like from the stock room he was working a shift on black friday <laughs> yeah it was, it was rusev day in argos and uh, then they put out like another like standard elite figure. Uh, I think it was like tugboat or someone random. <laughs> uh, I was like, I was like, that's not the one. <laughs> yeah. And then who did they bring out? It was like uh, it was Seth Rollins they put out. So I'm like, okay, sweet. So this is how I'm going to get the shield for him. 
So I've got those three, and I'm thinking, well, I'm in Ilford. I'm pretty close to Stratford. So I reserved a figure at Stratford, went to Stratford in Westfield, and gave him the same spiel. And I said, you know, he wants some, you know, I'll get more if you got stuff that yet doesn't. And he brought out, who did he bring out? Bobby Roode Shinsuke, and Shinsuke Nakamura. And I'm like, okay, I'll buy them both. And then I'm thinking, well, I'm in Stratford. There's another Argos in Stratford. Yep. So I'm walking to the other Stratford. I'm reserving a, uh, a figure there. Get their same spiel. And let me try and think who, who have I not bought. She brings out Roman Reigns and uh, Oscar. And have I said Nakamura? Yeah. Oh, the other one was uh, No Way Jose. Again. Uh, did I mention him? No, he was the one that was he was one of the originals, but we didn't yeah, yeah, get yeah, him. Yeah, in the yeah, first yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got we got no way Jose. So he's got eight figures and they were five pounds each. Wow. I, I mean to be honest, uh five pounds for no way Jose is about five pounds <laughs> and a penny more than you should be paying for one. <laughs> oh, that's uh, they you like know. him as well. They like him. Oh Jesus. Adam Rose calls <laughs> he wants his gimmick it's back. Di- yeah, you know, it's desperate. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a decent figure, no way, Jose. Oscar's a wicked figure, like Ember Moon's class figure. It's really cool. And were they, that was the basic series, I imagine? No, not the basic. Like, it was like the full £20 set comes with ring entrance or mask or title belt. So it was like proper, like, you know, if you used to go on eBay or whatever, because they're hard to find as well. If you just go on eBay, like, you're paying a good £20 each for them. So these aren't the ones on like the single bubble. These are the ones that look almost like they're in a box. That they're in a box, yeah, hundred percent box, Jesus. definitely. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I mean, five pounds. Yeah, because um, I don't. It, it's weird. I mean, I listen to uh, another wrestling podcast, but it's actually about wrestling <laughs> figures. It's the uh, it's the it's the major wrestling figure pod, uh, okay. which is hosted by Kurt Hawkins and uh, oh, yeah, Zach Ryder. Really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoy it. Um, and it's, it's great. Is there a guy you're... on there? Oh, the Mattel guy. Wrestler, yeah, is it Bill or someone? Bill mm. Hyde or someone? Mm. I haven't listened to episode yet, but I saw it's it's in my uh, it's in my podcast app. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty good show anyway, especially if you've got any interest. But they said something the other week, which is really true, which is because like the... You get the basic series, which are the ones in like the single kind of bubble, and you've got the elites, which come normally with more accessories and a bit more yep. of a, like a, a box rather than a card. And sometimes, like the basic figures are better than the elite ones, and yet they're like half the price. Yeah. Um, but it's, as you say, it's like there's a disparity. And also, like I looked in um, Smith's Toys, another big chain in the UK. We've got Smith's Toys. It's a bit like Toys R Us what used to be before they closed. Uh, it's like they're normally wearing. It's a bit like Toys R Us, but with toys and open doors. And stuff. Paid, paid And a stuff. giraffe that's not dead. <laughs> with that as well. But that's the Hunters for you. Uh, not not Triple H. And, um, I mean, they, they sell a lot of the stuff that... They get a lot of exclusives. They've, done, they've, they've had a big relationship with WWE for like a long time now. And they often yeah. get in figures and series that uh, you don't get elsewhere. They have them as exclusives. And one of the series they've got is, uh, I think they're called Entrance... Yes. Uh, what are they called? Not the, Entrance uh, Greats. Are they Entrance Greats? The ones with the music? The Entrance Greats. 
Is it the one yeah, with yeah, music? Yeah, yeah, Kurt Angle, Bobby Roode, Jeff Hardy on there. Right. thirty two ninety nine they cost. Well, here's the thing, because I'm, I'm going to mention this, because um, Toy Shop have just started sending the entrance crates. They've got Bobby Roode, and I believe they've just added Kurt Angle in the last couple of days. This is how much I've been researching these figures. And the Smiths have had the entrance crates, but they dropped down because I picked up a Kurt Angle for him last week, and it cost £15. Mm-hmm. I think that's not a bad price because Kurt Angle in his like you know class singlet with the medal and the entrance music, but yeah, the Bobby Roode one still there is twenty five, but that's still a bit cheaper than Toy Shop, which is doing it for thirty two ninety nine. Yeah, absolutely amazing. I, I'm not surprised they haven't shifted. I mean, apparently the line's been cancelled. There's um, oh really? They've got an Elias coming out, and that'll be the last one apparently. Not decent. Um, yeah. Exactly. What he doesn't even have music. How can he be an entrance screen when he has no music? Apparently, he he talk, like you know he goes, "Hi, my name's Elias," um, <laughs> or whatever. But um, yeah, I just I just can't get over how much some of these cost, um, and for what you get, it's just mm. it's just crazy. I do I do still like wrestling figures, and I still have like the odd ones. Um, I was still buying a fair few when Jax was still doing it and when yeah. Mattel took over that was my kind of get out time and I bought I, I picked up a few Mattel ones but they, 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 they're good but they're just they're just expensive and you know it, it's just it, it's a lot of disposable income when you could put it towards oh, more adult things but for kids it's a big expense and the thing is like for like birthdays and Christmas when we were kids because of how cheap figures were you might get, you know, from your aunt and uncle or whatever, you might get two or three Hasbros. Yeah. But now, that's one That's one figure. Yeah, it's mad. But for saying that, I did think, so I've, I've been looking at, like, top of his list was Hardy Boys. Right. And they're really hard to find, like, that battle pack that they had come out that, you know, you might be paying £20 for. Yeah. Uh, it was just sold out absolutely everywhere, like up and down the country. And people then pay asking forty pound for it on eBay and whatnot. And I'm like, I can understand why you're asking that much money for it because it's sold out everywhere. But I can't be paying forty pound for something that's worth twenty. You know. So I was willing to shop about. And Ringside Collectibles, they were, you know, touting their Black Friday. Uh, they call it their door knockers. Uh, I don't know why. Because it weren't like the action figure's going to rock up and knock on my door and say, Yes, me, would you like to purchase me? <laughs> you never know. But you never know. And that's this wicked cool Hardy Boys set where it's there, like, um, I'd say again, it's like a, define, a defining moment set, maybe. Okay. Where it's their comeback when they won the tag tiles of uh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania, yeah. And you've got the pack of them, they're both holding up the tag tiles. And to get the belts as well, like, they're, they're not cheap nowadays. Like you can buy a, I think a box of belts, and they're not even the recent ones. Like you won't get a tag tiles in there, and they're about twenty five pound, just like five belts or whatever. See, it's ridiculous. So you got these, uh, you got the, you got these Hardy Boys, you got the Hardy Boys, they're holding up tile belts, and then you got like a group of ladders behind them as well. So box was wicked, like wicked presentation, and I think I ended up paying about, I think it was forty dollars for it. It was reduced to forty dollars. And I'm like, you know what? Just because his face is just going to light up when he sees this box, because it does look class. I'm thinking, I'll pay. I'll pay the posting package and whatever, get that sent over. And I think because uh, uh, Shane was on his list as well, 
And I got one of them for an elite. I think I paid like six dollars for him. And then Samoa Joe is not got basic, and it was like three dollars. I'm like, yeah, just just shove it in. Is that going to be discharged in time for Christmas or? Yeah, like the delivery was crazy. Like I'm expecting any day now. Like That's they good. say, it's like between like five to seven days or whatever. Like mm, so. that's not too bad. Yeah, mad turnaround. Like it's, I think it's it is on its way, definitely. So actually, just before, I know we've got our topics. I mean, we're 24 minutes in and we haven't even started talking about what we're going to talk about. But um, it's not bad. But um, before we do, last week, after we called the show last week, I watched, um, because it was timely, I watched the Hardy Halloween special. I've not seen it yet. It's absolute madness. Is it, yeah? Yeah, like I can't decide whether it was good or awful. Okay. I really can't decide. And I like the Hardys. Well, I like Broken, the Broken Hardys. I like the whole yeah. gimmick. I like the Hardy compound. We obviously love Senor Benjamin. Um, yeah. it, it was quite good, but I, I, I almost feel like, because I thought, when they announced it, I thought, oh, that's great. Maybe like, we can get some more of these you know, specials. They do a little series on there or something. But I almost felt by the end of it, the joke had stretched a little bit too thin. Not, really? not the whole gimmick, but just the the, the show. I can't remember yeah. if it was 25 or 30 minutes. I think it might have been half an hour. Um, but, yeah, getting towards the end of it, I was like, yeah, this, if this was 15 minutes or 20 minutes, it would have probably been perfect. But they've just it's just gone on a bit too long. Um, yeah. It's worth a watch, just for the sake of watching it. But, um, yeah... Uh, I miss Broken Matt. Yeah, I do miss him. I still think he'll be back. Maybe. I mean, he's he's got injuries, and he, you know, we'll, 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 time will tell if he comes back or not. We'll see. Yeah, good to see him. Have you seen? You saying about documentaries? Have you watched the AJ Styles one on WWE? I've not watched. Uh, when was the last three six five? I think it might have been Goldberg's one. You know. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I watched. Yeah. I do oh, like man, it. It's, it's not. It's not. Good. It's not three six five. Is it twenty four seven or is it three six five? It is a three six five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, I haven't watched the the AJ one. I, I'm so I'm so funny about AJ because I'm I find it increasingly hard to separate the man from the wrestler. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of uh, AJ the man. I met AJ Styles and he, you know, he's really nice. And he, you know, he's a, you know, I was how come you're not a fan of AJ the man? Uh, I just like because he's he's his views are, are pretty extreme. He's a you know Bible basher. Nothing wrong with being religious, but he's the wrong kind of religious. You know, very yeah. anti-gay because you know he's a proper wholesome Christian. Um, but again, I mean, are you able to excuse him for? Being where he's from, like if he was to have those sort of views nah, it's no around excuse. Dark the woods, it would be very regular. But because of where he comes from, it's very much like I know I'm not saying America, like where he's from in Georgia. Mm. That's very much how everyone's brought up. It seems. Yeah, but I mean the thing is, like what I did when I was a kid and what I I do now or what I like now is is completely different. You know, I can't have that as an excuse. That's like, you know, Texas will never become a vegan state because everyone was brought up eating meat and barbecue. Well, yeah, but, you know, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. No one's forcing you to do it. 
you know, yeah, like you, yeah. you're free to make your own choices. And the thing is, with someone who, you know, I, th- I think wrestling's always had that kind of stigma about it. it's a it's a gentleman's club, and you know, it's quite old fashioned and stuff like that. But you know, the independent circuit is is a completely different kettle of fish, and that's where he spent most of his time. And you do get openly gay wrestlers now, not many of them, but you still you do get them. Um, the world has changed, you know, being gay is, is socially more acceptable now as it should have been anyway, yeah. but do you know what I mean? Like there's a lot more tolerance in the world. Um, so the thing is people change and the world changes, but not everyone changes with it. Yeah. And so it's almost like, you know, he's Alf Garnet. And that doesn't take yeah, away yeah, how yeah. he is in, I mean, the, I, in the I, ring, I but... I guess the only reason why I kind of like not not stick up for him because obviously his views aren't my views, but what at least I appreciate is that he doesn't chuck it down your throat. I guess perhaps if he was to do it on TV, he'd then be off TV, but at least he's not like in your face with it with his views. Like they're just his views. He's not trying to pass on his views as your views. Yeah, and I, my I... views are your views. Your views are my views. Uh, I'm so glad that Whitney never released that demo version before she changed the lyrics. <laughs> it's a B-side, mate. <laughs> but I mean, it's the same. I mean, the same could be said a little bit about uh, Rousey because I didn't realise this, but she's uh, a little bit of a nut job uh, in some of her views. Um, mm-hmm. She thinks uh, the Sandy Hook shooting was a false flag. Um, oh. You know, it was all actors; didn't happen. Um, she's got some quiet left views as well. Um, and apparently that's what people are saying. That's one of the reasons why she was booed so heavily in, in LA okay. because, uh, so know, which one was the Sandy hook one? Uh, Oh, Sandy hook was it, uh, two years ago, maybe three years ago. It was a school massacre. Oh, okay. It was a school massacre. I mean, that, that is a, I'm still like, that's a problem now. I still isn't think it? that the one when in Vegas, the Vegas shooting, Mm. I'm still saying there's something not right there. You mean uh, the Mandalay Bay one, the guy from the... Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, th- 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 there's stuff that we said about all of these, but, you know, her belief with this is that, you know, all the people, uh, you know, Sandy Hook was just actors, it was staged, it was like a performance. Um, now, now, don't get me wrong, I mean, I I do like a good conspiracy theory myself, but there are some things that don't make too much sense and that's to me one of them um especially when let's be honest you know like when when you said which one was sandy hook i can't remember because there's so many school massacres going on in america you know there's almost as many school massacres as eurozone shop sales (laughs) sadly that's true i mean that's not never be the case yeah that uh, you know that that is kind of said for comic effects and that's not making light of you know, yeah. I I have so many rows with Americans about gun culture because I just cannot get my head around the fact that because it's in an, uh, it's written on a bit of paper, that's a justification that everyone should have guns and the way of you know stopping massacres from happening is by giving people more guns. Like the the whole mentality just just completely bamboozles me. Um, so yeah, I'm not making light of school shootings; they're horrible. But it was more the point that they just seem to be happening more and more often, and nothing seems to change. I really don't know what's going to change. You, every time that something major happens, I think well, this will be the one when someone steps up to the plate. And lo and behold, let's give people more guns. 
Or, or the other one, of course, yeah. is Thoughts and Prayers. Yeah, because that stops prayers. bullets. Um, but actually, that kind of ties in with a little bit of, of news. I don't know if you've seen this. This broke yesterday, last late last night. Um, apparently, WWE have signed a new European wrestler called Walter. Yeah, was it? Is it yeah, it's a fella from the Rubino, isn't he? Well, that's, yeah, exactly. Um, but the reason why I'm kind of trying to tie this in is because I don't know who's seen him, but he is quite a, a, a kind of stocky lad, and they've already got another stocky lad that they're running vignettes for at the moment that's coming to the main roster in Lars Sullivan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this is someone from NXT. He's been there for a while now, hasn't he? Um, you know, yeah. Been doing a good gimmick with him. Now, apparently... Um, a load of stuff's come out about him saying stuff on body bodybuilding forums. Right. Um, and people are now questioning whether or not... Wait, he's in... they, they, wait he is in water? No, sorry, Lars Sullivan. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I kind of cited on one thing and moved directly over to another. Um, let, let's go back to water. Water's signed. He's from Europe. He's a big lad. Uh, he's done really well over in Europe. Uh, he could be a good addition to the roster. Okay. Done. The thing about Lars Sullivan sounds much more interesting. Let's yeah. go back to that. Yeah. So Lars Sullivan uh, apparently has been doing stuff on uh, a bodybuilding forum, um, right. and uh, saying stuff. I mean, slagged off CM Punk. I don't think anyone's going to be too popular about that. But uh, oh. made derogatory comments about uh, gay people. Uh, slagged off Stephanie McMahon. Um, just, just uh, some some racism, some casual racism as well in the mix. And, you know, there's a lot of pressure at the moment for, for them to kind of clean up their act. Yeah. You know, I mean, there, there's always been horror stories from the WWE, whether it's covering up murders, I'm not talking about Chris Benoit, um, you know, to, you know, steroid abuse, drug abuse, uh, So, so what, what was the murder you was talking about? You're talking about... Um... Uh, so Jimmy Superfly Snooker, you're talking Jimmy about Su- Miss Elizabeth? I don't think Elizabeth was murder. Jimmy Superfly Snooker, yeah. That one definitely was. Um, I mean, to the fact that he was even going to stay in trial. Yeah. Until he, you know, he was too sick to stay in trial. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, drug taking, prostitution, uh, affairs, uh, marriage, uh, you know, violence, domestic violence in, in relationships, that kind of thing. So it's never been a particularly great place for that kind of thing if you look at the seedy underbelly of it. But they've always done a quite a good job of stopping it from getting too far into the worldwide uh, web or, you know, social media or whatever. Uh, you know, obviously, the last few years, things have changed again. You know, Hogan, obviously, uh, was blackballed for a while. Probably the wrong term to use blackboard for, I for Hogan. So. Yeah. Um, it's probably because that's what gave me the mess in the first place. Um, but, you know, they're trying to clean up their acts a lot. Um, and so what they've done is they're so running these vignettes for this person coming to the main roster. And now this stuff's coming out that he said uh, fairly recently as well. I think it's within the last, uh, the last six months to a year. Okay. So I'm not sure why it hadn't been picked up until now, but... Now people are kind of questioning, is he even going to make it to the main roster? They're, they're running these vignettes, but if, you know, if this really kind of snowballs, it's already reported on, on a few wrestling sites, but if it snowballs, yeah. like, what are they going to do? Because it'd be very, uh, it, would, it would look very nasty if they 
continue to, and they're supposed to be giving a big push. That's, you know, they don't run vignettes for just anybody, do they? Yeah. So, you know, what does that, you know, if they can't really let him just go on the main roster, can they? That's a strange one. I mean, for for one, why is he actually going on forums? Who actually goes on forums nowadays? Oh, I do every day. But then I'm not a wrestler, so... <laughs> it's a wrestling forum, finally. But no, do you go on forums or do you go on, like, Facebook groups? No, there, there is there is one forum which I've been a member of for years and years and years. Uh, what, what is it? Uh, the UKFF, uh, which is a wrestling forum. I've been a member oh. there for, for many years. Um, and yeah, so that, 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 I think that's probably the only forum that I go on. Yeah. Most of the stuff now is, is Facebook groups, isn't it? You're yeah. probably, you're probably right there. Man. That's bizarre as well, so That's what I mean. Like, why, why would you, but even, I don't understand why in this day and age you'd let that, you'd even contemplate it. Because it can yeah. ruin your career before it's even really got started. That's the thing. Nothing, he's worked so hard; like he's dedicated all his life to it. Yeah, he's got he's got a condition, hasn't he? Does he? I think, yeah. Which is why he's because he's, he's, you know, a big lad, really big lad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big hands. <laughs> big hands. Uh, but yeah, it's it just 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 seems weird just seems really weird that you would let yourself get in that position. Um, yeah, strange. Well, it's, it's Tuesday. Um, shall we talk about Raw? Yeah, for at least two minutes. <sighs> that long? <laughs> I I did what Honestly, I've been doing. I'm, I'm more than willing to give it no time whatsoever. I think, it wasn't that bad. I think we need to give it some time, but let's not give it too much time. I mean... I'm saying that because I'd I, rather I'd rather give I'd like to give it less time than the time we're taking to discuss how much time we're going to get it. It's yeah. that bad. Last week's raw was really bad. This week's topped it in terms of how bad it was. I genuinely can't remember raw uh, close to as bad as this. There was nothing of I'll, any worth to come out of Raw. I'd say the previous week. Um don't think that was particularly good either. It, it's it's weird. Like the thing is, like I because I know we're, we're going to be doing a podcast at some point, which you may or may not have me on as a guest because sometimes it's your son, sometimes it's just you, sometimes it's me. But I've started to make sure that I try try and uh, watch Raw before we do it. Now I don't have. Yeah three hours to watch Raw. I just don't have no. the time to do it. Um, I don't stay up late enough to watch it live, uh, to get it done before the time. So I watch one of the recaps that someone does on, on YouTube where they basically condense it down into a half-hour chunk. Yeah. Just copying, chopping out all the adverts, chopping out some of the match, you know, parts of the matches. Um, but I just don't understand what they're doing. So that, and And... What annoyed me about this week's show is it started and ended in the same way. And I yeah, don't, yeah, exactly right, yeah. I don't really understand what the point of it is. I was feeling frustrated watching it because I thought it's just gone beyond the realms of parody now. Like, it just seems so stupid, so 
it started off with Corbin, and it's it's almost like a new faction, which mm. they haven't named as a faction. They haven't said is a faction, but they've been coming out together for the last couple of weeks. And it started off with them beating up a liar. Well, no, it didn't, did it? It started off with, as a match. Honestly, honestly, you're giving it far too much time. I am. You're right. Honestly, it doesn't matter how it started or how it ended. Nothing happened. Everything was a snooze fest. Possibly the biggest thing to come of it was that Seth Rollins finally, after two and a half months, he finally defended his title. And the big thing was this was, it was announced like a good few hours before, i say even six hours before Raw went live. They announced he was going to bring back the Open US champion, uh, sorry, the Open IC title yeah. um, uh, match. And everyone's like chipping in with who they think it could be. And everyone's getting really excited. And then Dolph Ziggler comes out with his stupid scratchy music. <laughs> and you're thinking, man, we waited this long for an icy title match. You've like put this in the main event. You know, you've built up this open challenge and you've given us the one person he's fought for the title against. It was such a disappointment. All the names were being banded about. Each and every one of them was a better option than Dolph Bloody Ziggler. I mean, they get they they do a good match, but it's a match that we've seen so many times. It felt raw, felt like a house show that had segments, like a Terry's Chocolate Orange. Um, I think the only interesting thing about this match is the finish, which is telling in itself, mm. because uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, one with a falcon arrow okay. essentially um now apparently the reason for that is the curb stomp is back on the band list really yeah but um, you know what I, I which i'm fine with to be honest with you because the thing is they always say don't try this at home right yeah and i remember I, I, I'm, I'm sure they had the same or similar warnings when I first started watching wrestling in the early nineties, and it was like at, at its you know first peak. But we all used to you know wrestle in the playground and stuff like that, and you know people would try and give you seat places and stuff, and you know all that stuff's dangerous. Curb a curb stomp is particularly dangerous. You're talking about you know essentially putting all your weight onto someone's head, ramming them into the floor floor face first. Now in a ring, yeah. that's pretty bad. On concrete, catastrophic. So I get that because some people just will copy what's on TV, you know, not really realizing the damage that can be done. So I'm not that bothered by that. And to be honest, like Falcon Arrow, whatever you want to call it, you know, it's a, it's like a suplex into a, a front slam, isn't it? Um, yeah. I think it's a good move. I've always quite liked that move. And, you know, I'm, I'm pleased someone's got it as a finisher. But, yeah, that that was the only thing of that match to note. Uh, I, 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 and maybe you can tell me, when was Dolph Ziggler good? No, that's harsh. He's, I mean, he's always been a good in-ring competitor. His he's, com- character, he's competent, absolutely. Yeah, his character suffered. Because he, he, he left, uh, maybe just in storyline mode, but he left for a while. 
and then came back too soon at the Royal Rumble. I think he was like number 30 or something uh, earlier this year. Yeah, it was the Royal Rumble this year. And then I thought, oh, shit, maybe he's going to go and win it and then go in the main event and they're going to give him a big push. And he just got eliminated like pretty quickly on. And they've never, they've not really known what to do with him since he's kind of left, what, like Vicky Guerrero since those days of him being aligned with her and CM Punk's missus. Um, and it was Big E as well, wasn't he? Big E was his uh, security guard. I don't even remember that period. Do you not remember those days? Where he, he was champion as well, wasn't he? So um, he, he was very, he was very good then. And I've liked, I said to you, I liked him being aligned with McIntyre. They went through like a good couple of months of being insane. It took them a little while to get used to each other and for us to get used to them. But it was pretty decent for a while. But yeah, now that he doesn't look like he's aligned with McIntyre, he's stout again. Uh, the the mid-card is definitely where he belongs. And unfortunately, the writers are doing such a bad job that they're not giving anyone anything, particularly him, who really does need something to get his teeth into. Yeah. I, I think that's that might be half the problem. I mean, I would have said the answer to when he was decent was probably Spirit Squad. Um, harsh, but, harsh. <laughs> but no, I've never really been a, a big fan of his character. You know, he played Harper with them a few years ago. He was, you know, practicing doing a, a stand-up career. Wasn't he? Didn't he date Amy Schumer for a while or no something? Idea. No idea. I think he might have done. Regardless, I mean that's not important. Other than his, his taste in women is uh, is 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 strange. But um, regardless of that, like he played hardball, he was threatening to kind of quit. Um, they gave him a, a pay increase, <laughs> and and he stayed. Yeah. And I don't really understand why. It, to me, he didn't have the name value. Like if he'd have gone at that point, if he'd played hardball and they didn't buy it, and he'd have left. And he turned up in the impact zone as, you know, self Diggler or whatever. Like, would it have made any kind of impact, really? Would, would anyone have been that bothered? No, no, exactly. But again, I think everyone was getting excited because he was leaving WWE because he wasn't being used correctly. And it looked like for a while he's going to go and join the Indies, join the likes of Cody Rhodes mm. and rediscover himself in wrestling. People were getting excited to see that version of Dolph Ziggler. And we weren't able to see it. Was anyone getting that excited though? Like, yeah, no, honestly, they were because he has he has potential. He's he oozes potential. He could package in the right way. He could comfortably be a champion. Maybe it's, he just needs a complete he's very, character he's good, overhaul. He's very good on. Yeah, he totally does. He has done for a long time. But he's not the only one because um, I, I don't know if you saw Starcade from the weekend. I, I don't know, know why. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. But I don't know why it was even made a big deal. Uh, it just looked like they were running a house show at the weekend and they figure, oh, you know, let's televise it. They, that's exactly uh, that's what, what they was... did. Yeah, yeah, it looks that well, way. Well, uh, last year, I don't think they, I'm pretty sure last year, they didn't show Starcade on the network. It was just a no, house show. So I think it yeah. was just a house show they televised. Yeah, yeah, it was exactly that. And again, we're not paying for it. So there's nothing to lose by you know sticking on there, uh, and it was okay. 
you know, as a house show. But what they did that was interesting is that they left out half of the matches. It was only on for an hour. And definitely it lasted like probably like a good two, maybe two and a half hours. Uh, so some of the matches, like, uh, the stuff I was most excited about seeing was Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's uh, come out to kind of answer Baron Corbin's challenge mm. uh, to have someone to face. And I believe he's been doing this quite a lot on the uh, house shows. So he has been doing the house shows. Yeah. yeah, he did it in London. And again, like just come out with the same music, the same sort of uh, look. So we're thinking at some point, though, he's getting repackaged. They definitely must be doing something with him. There's no way they can keep him off TV all this time and not give him a revamp. Uh, I've got every belief that he is going to come back and he is going to have like a new sort of, at least a tweak to his character. I don't think they're going to change his name, perhaps, but they're going to do something with him. And I reckon Royal Rumble, they might be saving him for Royal Rumble to come back then. I um, I was a big fan of Bray Wyatt up until that, uh, was it WrestleMania match with the uh, the maggots? Yeah, Randy Orton, yeah. Yeah, with the with the projection. It, it was just, it just was so, I still can't figure TNA. out what they were trying to, nah, TNA wouldn't have even pulled that stunt. I still don't understand what they were trying to achieve with that match, but it it was a it was a hot mess. I mean, the match itself wasn't good. The projection stuff was just ludicrous. Um, but yeah, until that point, I always quite liked him and thought uh, he'd had a bit of a duff card dealt when he won the belt. Um, and it needs some tweaks. It does need some tweaks. Um, I don't think that's it. He's another one. Uh, I think he's another one who suffered by losing so many matches. Mm. He, he got to a point when he was just there to put people over. Yeah, almost jobbing to the stars. Yeah, yeah. Main events totally... to the stars. And he was better than that. He's always been better than that. He's had, he's got a, a unique look, um, you know, interesting moveset. The character was interesting. The the theme music was great. Um, you know, and that whole thing about, you know, the kind of Southern Baptist cult thing, you know, it was it was good. It was different. It was interesting, um, but yeah, they just they just you know, just another time they they dropped the ball. Um, okay, so that wasn't televised. That's 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 interesting. Um, and they also did. I believe it was a cage match: uh, Rollins against Ambrose. Uh, that wasn't televised either. Uh, like, uh, I think those were the two main things that didn't make it to TV. Again, you can kind of understand why. Because they want to keep back Bray Wyatt, and they probably want to keep that sort of match for a pay per view. Well, that kind of thing. I mean, they used to do that back in the day with with house shows, where um, I think I'm sure I remember reading it uh, before the the first WWE ladder match, um, right. which was uh, Razor Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 10. That was that they had a few ladder matches on house shows. So although they yeah. kind of touted it as being like the first ladder match, they'd actually run a series of them on house shows um, yeah. with you know wrestlers to kind of get their their groove around the whole thing. I think Brett was involved in one of them, one of the early ones. But um, yeah, so it's not uncommon for them to to have a few matches on the house show circuit to to feel each other out before yeah. you know an actual pay per view appearance. Oh, that makes sense, yeah, because obviously uh, you had this summer, Daniel Bryan was facing The Miz long before their feud finally got onto TV. Mm. 
So, yeah, of course it makes sense. Like, especially if they're going to have a pay-per-view match, you want to tweak it out. You want to see what stuff works in front of a live crowd. So I totally understand that. And I understand them holding it back on TV. But it just then made for kind of like uh, an, a totally uneventful hour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, talk about, you know, you talk about one hour there, but as you said, raw three hours almost of, of nonsense. Was there anything else? Was there anything else no. in that show? Um, no, no. Did, um, didn't, no, what happened, with, what happened with Spud in the end? Hey, he Drake did, Maverick. He did wee wee on, uh, Bobby Roode's jacket. Now see, I didn't see that in the highlights this morning. I saw him steal the robe, but I didn't see what was going on. So he actually weed on Bobby Roode's ring robe. Well, he, he appeared to, you know. Well, no, no. What, yeah, I mean, whether he physically did or not, the fact is that was the gimmick they were going with. Is that now, that was, you know, I'm not going to just piss my pants. I'm going to piss on your clothes too. Yeah. I mean, I just do not understand. I can't understand where they thought this was a good idea to begin with. It's mm. adding absolutely nothing to the authors of pain. I think I think they're building towards a first P match. P on a pole match. P on a pole match, yeah. Where the first one that can actually piss on a pole wins. Yeah. I mean it, the whole the whole thing just makes no sense. It's 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 not doing them any favours as a tag team. Um it's not doing him as a character any favours. I just don't. I do not understand the logic in this at all. Just, just completely this is, this baffles me. The whole thing. This is the whole thing about Raw at the moment. There is not one wrestler who is actually gaining anything in terms of character. There is not one person on that show currently where you think, yeah, actually, that did that segment, that match, whatever, did them some good. Did, um, again, because I only saw the highlights, so I didn't, I didn't see everything that was said. But uh, I saw uh, Dean Ambrose getting his shots because he was in such a dirty place. Did he happen to mention that he was getting shots to protect him from leukemia or something? <laughs> it's awful. Because I mean, it, you know, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, if I don't know. believe he mentioned leukemia this week. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah, this is how bad Raw was. The one of the things at the top of the show that they announced to happen later on was that Dean Ambrose is coming to us live from his doctor's surgery. And I'm like, no one cares about that. Like, you've already shown Braun Strowman from the hospital, and now you're picking up someone else not being on Raw. Uh, that was, actually, that was another thing that I saw that I couldn't get my head around either. Baron Corbin sacked a producer. Yeah, yeah, He's, yeah. he's an acting... Well, he, he could have... He's an acting general he could manager. Have done with sacking a few more to be fair. <laughs> but One to start. But he's an acting general manager. What is that like? What what powers do you think he can do? If the producer walked out, there'd be no show. What idiot? <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, just the whole the whole thing sucks. I don't like Corwin wrestling in in his street clothes. I don't mind it. I, I don't mind that. I think I said that the other week. No, I kind of like him, but now it's just too much him. He's he's the big poochie of Raw. Um, yeah, I see. Not big enough for that. I see. Uh, they've they've given Alexa Bliss a new role. So a t-shirt like, sales must be down or something. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Everything that's going on doesn't matter in terms of Raw. 
Like, and again, there's no explanation. There's no time to kind of iron out any backstories. There's just nothing that is enjoyable about Raw at the moment. As you say, it's three hours long. That's why uh, tickets for the UK went on sale on Friday. And I've got no plans on going to see it because it is so exhausting to sit in the crowd for three hours and watch that. It is just not... If there was a house show, I'd be there. Because I said to you, the wrestlers have fun and they put on a good show. But Raw is such a drag and it's never been more so than the last few weeks. It's boring. Mm. There's nothing that I'm enjoying about it. Obviously, they're struggling with a lot of talent that is off TV. Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, what Ambrose was on TV, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. There's a long list of uh, injuries or absentees like John Cena. A long list that they're suffering from. But, but they've, they've, the they've put time, themselves in that position, the, surely. Exactly, exactly. And the wrestlers have got there good enough. Because the writing is not. There's nothing there that I'm excited to see what's going to happen next week. And that was the best thing about Raw in the glory days, you know, be it the Attitude Era. You always, they always left you with uh, a hook to come back and watch it next week. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. The, the Nia Jack stuff I thought was boring. Uh, Ronda Rousey. You give it too much time. You'll <laughs> give it, honestly, too much time. Nothing happened. I, you, Nothing. Know what, you know what it is? I, I just want to prove that I actually did see this. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. But, in the, but I'm, it, I'm was, it was just, dreadful. Like, this half hour edit sounds like it's about 25 minutes too long. Yeah, it, 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 did, it did feel it. Um, we didn't. The job is because we got, um, we got SmackDown starting about an hour's time. Yeah. And again, like I think they've uh, hyped um, Becky Lynch is back, AJ Styles is back. I can't see either one having the match. And no. also bigging up Jeff Hardy's 20th uh, anniversary in wrestling. And again, like, SmackDown was so bad last week. It was possibly worse and raw. And I'm like, man, there's no hooks there to get me excited. Wrestling really, or WWE wrestling, needs such a, a reset. Uh, it looked like they were trying to do stuff when they were turning a, quite a substantial amount of people uh, face or hill about four or five weeks ago but it's just got stout quickly again yeah that that's that, that's been my problem with it for a long time you know i can't remember the last year that i watched raw or smackdown in any kind of frequency um yeah. every week at first thing i do on a tuesday morning when i you know before i start work um, or while I'm waiting for my emails to load up, is get up the results from last night and, and read through um, quite a thorough report from, from yeah. Raw. Do the same on Wednesday with SmackDown. Um, and I, you know, it saves me time. And then if they're saying that, I think, oh, I need to see that, I'll, I'll go and find it. What I've started to do now because of this podcast is actually try and watch it. So, okay, I'm not, um, I'm not seeing the whole show, but I'm watching the highlights of it. And then... I'll go back and read the results. So if there was yeah. something that I missed, that's how I found out about the Drake Maverick thing was because I saw that okay. in a, a report that I read after I'd watched the highlights. So that's how much they thought yeah. about the, the highlights of that. Um, but, but that's the thing, like the big pay-per-views. So rumble, 
SummerSlam, WrestleMania, obviously, um, Survivor Series to a lesser extent. But you know, I will watch the, those big pay per views, and I'll, I'll I'll start following the programs, and I'll be watching the promos, and I'll be kind of getting myself a little bit hyped for it. But weekly wrestling as it stands i've just got not enough to, i haven't got time for and i haven't got the interest for what they're trying to give me it is not serving its purpose now you mentioned smackdown because we, we recorded this like we are this week before smackdown airs so last week we were talking about daniel bryan what was going to happen with him and everything like that so i saw highlights of his promo but you're saying yeah. that the promo didn't do anything for you no i mean no, I was. What I was saying was SmackDown was worse than Raw. In the the first, pretty much the first hour was dedicated to Charlotte Flair taking on the Iconics, and it just felt like I don't care. Like, fine, Charlotte Flair come out do a promo, great, have a match, great. But it was like I don't care about the Iconics. They've been buried, and they're never a threat. There's nothing on the line. It just felt it was so unnecessary and dragged out for so long. The only um, decent part of SmackDown was Daniel Bryan's promo. I liked it. It was it was different. It wasn't what I was expecting him to come out and do. I'm glad he's taken like a new stance on it. I like that he's being asked to he's asking people or telling people to refer to him as the new Daniel Bryan. I kinda like it and plus it leaves the door open for him to return to the old Daniel Bryan. Uh, if and when he wants to, so I kind of like it. He's kind—I of, felt here in the promo that it sounded like something Tommaso Ciampa had said since he's become champion or since he's turned heel. It, the way he was referring to the title, the way he was talking to the title, it just felt a bit like Tommaso Ciampa, which is fine because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I kind of like the Daniel Bryan. And again, because I remember on the podcast last week, I wasn't convinced that he was going to be a heel. I'm still not fully sold. But when he started you know, making remarks about the crowd and them not being intelligent enough to hear what he has to say, I'm like, yeah, that is like absolutely out of the book of how to be a heel. Yeah, that's Hill Heat 101, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, that's the exactly. only way of really describing it. Um, I mean, the other thing which I was a bit confused about with SmackDown, because, again, I, I, I watched the, the highlights of that, um, was the, the segment with Miz and Shane. What do we think is going to go on with that? Honestly, no. I, again, I'm just putting it back to, down to bad writing. Uh, we've just seen uh, SmackDown get whooped on Survivor Series, and you're thinking, okay, now Shane's going to blow a load. Now we're going to see your Shane. And nothing, like, he wasn't, like, you know, bothered by Survivor Series. It was all forgotten about. And he stands on the side for a tag match, and they lost. And it was just like, what What are we watching here? You know, you got Miz, who's fantastic. you got Shane, who, you know, is good enough. And they just didn't know what to do with him. And they just, oh, it was awful. It was just, like, such a waste of time. So I, I don't know where they're going with it. It kind of like, in that scenario, it looked like Shane was the face. And if anything, I was expecting Shane to be the heel. I'm calling it now. The tag team is going to be called Money Talks. Well, it's a good tag team. You're, you're, you're welcome. I can't, I, can't see him, I can't see him being a tag team. 
I can kind of see Miz turning on Shane eventually when Shane, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, I don't even want to, you know, when a TV series gets bad, I'm thinking like The Walking Dead, which is really good now, by the way, and I've got back into it. But The Walking Dead was so bad. It might have been called The Walking Bad. And it got to the point where, you know, fan theories and stuff were better than what the writers were coming up with. And that's how WWE is at the moment. Like all the fan theories, you know, the people predicting who was going to answer Seth Rollins' challenge, you know, the stuff that could happen with Shane and Miz, everything we're coming up with is better than we're seeing on TV at the moment. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Um, we picked the wrong time to start this podcast because... <laughs> I don't know, man. We, we've, had, well, we've had some good moments. We're not going to start watching wrestling because it's got bad... But we're just hopeful that you know it's going to eventually turn the corner, and hope and hope that that corner is not that many weeks away. Well, speaking about better products, I just want to quickly mention not not that it's in the show notes that we were going to talk about, but then we talked about. Rob if you're, are you going to mention? Are you going to mention Eli Drake's Thanksgiving turkey match? I am definitely not mentioning anything from Impact, um, okay. but. NXT UK, um, I don't know if you've seen the reports, but apparently um, they're starting to offer new contracts to wrestlers, which is going to stop them um, appearing on, on other shows. Yeah, I think that's been squashed this evening, actually. Oh. Because you had a few NXT UK wrestlers brush it off, like, and then, namely, uh, Pete Dunne kind of basically said, don't believe everything you read online. And it looks, and like he says, like, you know, British wrestling is fine, you know, and it's not true, basically, is what he's saying. So it looks like it's either been forgotten about or he's been told to say it. So, so, so we'll wait and see, like, who stepped up to fight Will Ospreay, basically. I've got to be honest, like, I, I, I saw the news and I was not that, I wasn't shocked and I, to be honest, wasn't that bothered. And I'll tell you why. Because what's been happening in the UK for quite a long time now with the the big indie promotions, and there's quite a few big indie promotions in the UK, you get to see the same wrestlers on every show. Yeah. Now, the thing is, before, you know, way before there was NXT UK, or even before they started actually bringing those guys over, because let's be honest, like, there's a whole generation of British wrestlers who were decent British wrestlers who didn't really uh, get the chance to make the leap over the pond. You know, you had yeah. Birchill uh, in WWE, um, and I think that was about it for, for English talent in WWE for a long time. Um, you, you know, Doug Williams obviously was around the UK scene for a long time, got a, a shot in TNA for a few years. Uh, Danny Birch, or Martin Stone, as he was known in the UK, um, he's kind of had different spells in NXT, he's back over at the moment. Um, but for a long time, British talent was ignored. Um, and there's always been good British talent. Now, we're in a position now where NXT UK has started. It's given these people a platform. It's also given them a chance at the big shot, at the big time. Like, I don't care what anyone says, but if you've grown up loving wrestling, most people that have done that have wanted to you know, get to WrestleMania or get to WWE. That's been the dream. 
Um, yeah. And they're going from like, you know, 50 quid a night wrestling to, you know, a contract with a, you know, the biggest wrestling promotion in the world. Um, there's always going to be new talent coming through. That's how yeah. it's always been. And if that's the case, if they do push forward with this, even if it's for new talent that they're signing up, then that just surely gives people more more, more opportunity to see new talent rather than seeing the same ones. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, Dunn, uh, Trent Seven, um, Tyler Bates, uh, Osprey, I know he's not in WWE, but, you know, these are people that you seem to see on all the big cards in the UK. Yeah. How many times do you see the same wrestlers, you know, at, at different promotions? And all that's doing is it's stopping people being given the chance to shine themselves because there's no room on the card for them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. if that's the case and we don't see Moustache Mountain or Pete Dunne anymore, well, then they'll find new talent. That's how it works. So I don't see this as being a bad thing. In fact, I think it's been saturating the market. You know, I've looked at cards and not known what shows which because the cards look so similar. So I actually think this could be a positive. Yeah, I hear. But also, I don't think it's true. So yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think they've got anything to worry about. Like, it would make sense if they're protecting the talent, you know, and if wrestlers are getting more money doing it, then good luck to them. But I don't think there's anything to worry about there. Uh, but you say about UK wrestling, you've got this weekend uh, up in Scotland, is it IPW? Yeah. Where you've got uh, Grado taking on James Storm, and they've been kicking up a storm online but I'm with their. Uh, yeah, you like that. They've been kicking up a storm online with their promos. They've been pretty decent, and I'd quite like to see their match. James Storm, by the way, is looking so much like Triple H right now in oh. terms of how he shaped his beard. And his hair is tucked back. Like, when when you, the camera moves around him, you can then see, oh, yeah, it's James Storm. But if you see his promo that he released a fair few hours ago, you think, damn, man. I mean, you're looking old a bit. But he is old. But he's dropped a bit of weight. And uh, the beard, man, just makes him look like Triple H. I always thought it was uh, Bobby Roode when he had the title in TNA. I always thought he was the one who was looking like a, like what a year 2000 Triple H. Mm. But now it's, it's James Storm's caught up and he's the 2018 version. Interesting. Yeah, check it out, man. Mm. Um, I'm just looking at other stuff you wanted to talk about. We covered a lot of it. Uh, I, I've got no idea. You should put it for the love of wrestling. Well, yeah, I wasn't sure if you want to talk about it. You've got this uh, event taking place April of next year. It's the first, or it's, because I think there was a wrestling convention a few years ago, but they didn't really get that much top talent over. Mm-hmm. Now you've got this one that's taking place in Liverpool, I believe the last weekend in April. And they've already got a huge amount of wrestlers confirmed and booked up and they're sending so they've already announced early doors. They announced Bret Hart and Ric Flair. And it sounds like it's going to be Ric Flair's last appearance in the UK. So, uh, But then they announced a couple of weeks ago the Undertaker will now be appearing at the convention. Hmm. Now, I mean, and- the only thing I'll say about the Ric Flair thing is, you know, we saw him wrestle his last match before going to TNA. 
um, and and unretiring again. Um, so I always say that kind of stuff with a pinch of salt. But yeah. I mean, it sounds interesting. The only problem with these these things when they book talent and you know they sell this stuff is that a few things. First of all, card is always subject to change. That's always been something. Yeah. Um, Undertaker's obviously coming over for some evenings with. So I've yeah. got no doubt he's coming over. But the problem is, unless this is being run by a multi-millionaire um, who's got the money for it, this is solely going to rely on the number of tickets they sell. And frankly, yeah. they don't sell the tickets, they're not going to have the talent. Um, yeah. I saw this recently. There was a, a con over... Uh, not not literally a con, uh, but like a Comic Con mm. event. I want to say it might have even been like the Isle of Wight or something. But oh, okay. um, but they'd put um, some of the cast of Comic Book Men, which is uh, a show that airs in America, and it's around Kevin Smith's comic book shop. It's basically right. like porn stars, but for comic books and pop culture. Um, it might have been the Isle of Wight because I remember the Isle of Wight one had um, the American Pie, a lot of the American Pie cast. There. Yeah, oh, so it was Isle of Wight then, definitely. Okay, yeah, yeah. it was that event, um, and they were all told that they weren't going anymore, um, really? and it's because they had their their deposit hadn't been paid, uh, oh. basically because they hadn't sold enough tickets. So yeah. I I I wish them the best, and I hope that it does go ahead as planned. But, you know, all I will say is that, you know, this sounds great, but sometimes these things don't end up being what they'll be. And you'll buy a ticket now thinking you're going to meet Bret Hart and you'll probably end up meeting Virgil. Virgil has confirmed. Well, of course he has. He's not even taking a fee. Um, he's he's just showing up because an envelope's being opened. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's good. I mean, I think it's, it, it, I think it's good for something like this to happen I think the timing's wrong if I'm honest I don't think at the moment wrestling is as popular as it as it was a few years ago Um, it goes through peaks and troughs and at this moment in time I don't think it's the the hot product that it it was I mean uh, I was reading somewhere that the the tour that you went to last month um, was the lowest selling uh tickets of for, uh, for wwe for quite some time yeah um and i think we might start to see less uh less you know at the moment they come over twice a year for tv yeah and they normally do something you know a few dates here and there uh normally over the summer holidays or something you know the, you went to the o2 show in the summer holidays didn't you that's right yeah, yeah. so they normally do stuff like that um I, I wonder if we're going to see less of that and they might just, you know, go down to one because what's the point of, of doing two tours if you're not selling... And they're still selling, obviously, enough tickets to make it affordable, but they're probably breaking even rather than actually making a good lot of money. So I do wonder if the timing's wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Like, you know, because at the end of the day, if this doesn't work, how long will it be until someone tries to do it again? Um, yeah, that's true. But you're saying about it, so because uh, I saw I don't saw how much they're charging for the Undertaker. Obviously, it's a hefty fee because how you know little he's been over here, the chance to meet him as well. Uh, but then I saw a picture of him from another convention, and he's like sitting down on a stool, and he's wearing like all like casual clothes or whatever. And I'm like, if I'm meeting the Undertaker, 
I want to do dress like the Undertaker. I want him standing up for the picture, you know. Yeah, yeah, especially if you're paying right? the privilege for it. So, so what were the prices they were charging over here? They're doing. I mean, the the thing uh, you'll call is like crazy money, but then you're getting like an autograph and a photo with him. And I, and I think like if you sit in the front row and all that sort of stuff, and listen to talk, I think it's something like three hundred fifty quid, something like that. Mm. Which is mad money, maybe even more than that. Uh, might have been like four in the four hundreds. Uh, for this one, it's a hundred and fifty pounds to have your photo taken with him. Mm, that's 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 pretty standard for a big name in their well, that's field. That's the thing. That's the thing. And the thing is, like, because I was never a huge Undertaker fan, so it wasn't that attractive to me. But then I read how, you know, kids, you know, can be in the picture. I think anyone under the age of 12 or something mm. um, get to be in the photo for free. So it then works out, if I was to take the kids, two of them, I'm mean, thinking, where's well, like £50 each sort of thing. That's pretty cheap. Yeah. If I was to go to like Comic-Con or whatever and I'd have to pay for them, that's pretty cheap. Like, that's like a mid-card sort of talent for a convention yeah if you break it down like that absolutely I mean I can't remember how much Michael J Fox was charging when he was over a couple of years ago but I think that was about 300 quid then um, but yeah I, mean, I think about that maybe 250 Michael J Fox was you know if someone that doesn't do these things very often it was for he was raising money for his charity um, you were having a picture in, you know with a DeLorean a bit different yeah. Um but yeah, I, can't, I I don't know who I'd pay that much money to have a picture taken with, to be honest, in wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Maybe Vinnie Mac. Really, Vince? Yeah, he's, he's like the Hugh Hefner, isn't he? Um, although saying me, that, not nowadays, the, he's looking a bit rough. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I'd want him to look like like there was rumours that Scott Hall was going to come over for some uh, again, like another night with or something, but he pulled out as often as he does. Uh, I'd like to have a picture of him because he was my childhood favourite, but he doesn't look like Razor Ramon. No. You know, so I kind of like, if I'm mean wrestler, I want him to still look like him. Like, for £150, I'd probably pay that for a picture of Hulk Hogan because you know it's going to be a good picture and it's Hulk Hogan, damn it. Yeah, I mean, he's probably the one I was thinking of. You know, despite, and that's the thing, like, despite the, the, the uncasual racism with him and everything. Um, and the fact that I've, you know, I worked a show with him and he was a bit of an arse. Um, the fact is he's still Hulk Hogan. And he is, exactly. he, he is like, I don't know, like the Michael Jordan of wrestling or, the, you know, the Messi of football or whatever. You know, he yeah. is the letter or the Pele, Pele of, of football. But he, you know, he's a legendary figure. Yeah, the Undertaker's up there as well. But like you, I, I was never, Hulk Hogan encompassed so much more. He was wrestling. The Undertaker yeah. is a wrestler. Hogan made wrestling. And well, most well, he, of he was the king of the era, wasn't he? Like, yeah. And again, like, given when we were growing up watching it, and when, like, you, you know, you speak to any sort of age range, and you say Hulk Hogan, I'd say 8 out of 10 would be able to tell you who Hulk Hogan is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think, like, 150... Maybe John Cena. I'm only saying maybe at the moment because he's doing so much other stuff. There's probably like a good chance of meeting him somewhere down the line. You know, I'd pay that for The Rock. Yeah, but that's just because. But again, for The Rock, 
but because he's more he does than a, so much other stuff. That's because he's more than a wrestler, I think. Yeah. You know, he he's the only one that's really broken through. I mean, he's he's more known now for acting than he is for wrestling. Um, yeah, and he's just, but he just seems like such an amazing person that I think, yeah, that's somebody I would like to have a picture taken with. <laughs> I can't see yeah. any scandals coming out with him. Um, he just seems far too nice for that. And yeah, I suppose John Cena. John Cena, because if you got a picture taken with a Rock or John Cena now, they look how you want them to look. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, maybe John Cena's got too much hair. You, you, yeah. Okay. But you know what I mean. Facially, <laughs> he still looks like yeah. he, he should do. Um, you know, Scott Hall's got the same hair. It's just yeah. everything else that doesn't look like Scott Hall. Exactly. And I think that's what kind of puts me off a little bit about his convention. Because I'm not bothered about getting like, wrestlers' autographs and stuff like that. But yeah, it'd be like, pretty cool. I have a picture taken with them. But only if they still look like them. Like they've announced, uh, I think they announced today that Sting's going to be at the Liverpool Comic Con. It's so different to the wrestling one. But Sting's going to be at the Comic Con. Now I'm like, that's wicked. But if Sting's not wearing his makeup, then what's the point? I was thinking exactly the same. And I was trying to think of wrestlers like that. You know, I can think of nothing more disappointing than having your picture with real estate Steve rather than Sting. Yeah. Because exactly. it's the same person, but that makeup makes all the difference. It's like having a picture taken it's... with Gene Simmons without the, the kiss makeup. Yeah. You know, you're just you, you're having a picture taken with a weird looking old Jewish man. Yeah. Without the or, makeup. Or, Fra- or Frank Oz without his hand up, quite a Kermit. Miss Piggy. Alright, not even name calling. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, just just last on this list, uh, you wanted to it? talk about Kurt Hawkins. Second yeah, mention right. of Kurt so, Hawkins on this show. Yeah, but well, there's never enough. And so you've got Mixed Match Challenge, which has been alright. Like, it's, it's not a bad out in entertainment. And I think they're getting to like, the knockout stages or something. Knockouts this and week, yeah. Yeah, and Braun Strowman has dominated the Raw side with Ember Moon. Now, obviously, Braun Strowman is out injured legit, though they're hoping that he is back for TLC. They're still um, advertising that match against Baron Corbin. Uh, so, so I think WWE are expecting him to be uh, fit in time and healthy in time for that. But he's been pulled from the Mixed Match Challenge with uh, Ember Moon, and they've uh, replaced him with Kurt Hawkins. Now, of all the people on Raw, they could have had replace Braun Strowman, Kurt Hawkins. Why? He's got kids. Yeah, but has he? I, I, I can't, no, he has. I think in reality he has. I'm sure he's talked about them on his show. Yeah. Um, That's good. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the thing is... like, Could you imagine being Ember Moon, who wasn't even meant to be in it in the first place? And she's thinking, okay, top of the league, you know, I could be number 13 in a rumble. Oh, Strowman's injured. I wonder who they're going to get to replace him. Oh, how about a guy who's lost like 342 matches on the uh, uh, on the trot? And thinking, man, what? I'll go alone. Maybe though, maybe the reason for doing it is because he's gonna he's gonna be like the Rocky Balboa of the competition, and he's actually gonna start winning matches, and they're gonna win the tournament. Because but I don't think that's how you give him his first win. I think you give him his first win for the first time, what, over a year? Or maybe two years? I don't think it's mixed match challenge and, like, Ember Moon getting the pin is how he should win his first match. Oh, no, like, it's how, like he should get the pin. 
Yeah, it won't work if if she just wins. I think yeah. he's got to he's got to get the the victory. You know, Emma Moon does a finisher, tags him in, he does his and any pins. Um, that's the only way it's going to work for me in that in that regard. Um, it, it's a left field choice. Maybe uh, they thought it was jinxed. That pairing was jinxed. Uh, bearing in mind, yeah, you know, two true. injuries. And they were like, right, who can we afford to lose if another one gets injured? <laughs> Jesus, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I quite like the fact that they've gone with the oddball choice rather than, as you say, there's so many people they could have done. I mean, they could have given it to Dolph yeah. Ziggler, for God's sake. Um, and that's it. Maybe they're just Elias. actually, no way, Jose. Uh, maybe they're just trying to give somebody uh, a bit more screen time. Uh, I mean, poor Zack Ryder, he's still in catering, but, um, hmm. you know, may, maybe maybe that's it. Um, I, you know, I, I, I'm for it. I, I like him. Um, again, maybe it's because I've been watching their, their wrestling figure thing on YouTube and yeah. this is their podcast, but I think they're both very likable. Both love the business. Um, you don't always get that. You know, a lot of people... <coughs> rock. Are, um, are are not in it for the love. Uh, they're in it for the payday. They're two wrestling yeah. geeks. Um, I want them to see them both do well. And there's a lot of talent on the moment on, on the Raw roster that you don't get any screen time at all. They're two of them. So it's a way of getting something to do. Yeah. Do you think Brock Lesnar's a lot to blame for wrestling being pretty dire at the moment? Because obviously he's not wrestling again until Royal Rumble. And that's, you know, a ways away. That's, what, six weeks away? Mm. So you're thinking, he's not going to defend the title. Braun Strowman's got the match lined up for TLC. And you're like, man, you just need... Yeah, you, you want, like... You know, when AJ Styles, when he was champion SmackDown, he was out every week. He was there. You know, he'd have, be having matches. He'd be defending the title. And he'd be promoting the brand. Now you've got guys just absent from TV. And I think that's what's lacking because there's never really anything at stake for so many of these feuds. Mm. I, I, yeah, I, I see I see where you're coming from. Um, I don't know. It's a tough one. I mean, I, in some ways, I think you're probably onto something. Um, but at the same time, I think there's far too much wrong with Raw that it's just down to one person you know everything that we've talked about tonight isn't really because of Brock Lesnar at the end of the day they could have had uh, Roman Reigns be the champion right now or they could have had uh, Seth Rollins or Dean Ambrose or um, Dolph Ziggler be the champion right now I, I deliberately avoided saying Drew McIntyre because I actually do want him to be a champion at some point uh, just yeah, not right soon. this second uh, not while things are going the way they are, but um, you know, there, there's. A Do you think of... they can get the title on Drew McIntyre before WrestleMania? No, and the reason I say that is because they'll want Brock to be champion at WrestleMania, and yeah. that that in itself is half the problem. Look, the, the thing is, we talked before about the IC title and how. You know, they try and make a big deal of it. Miz was someone who was a big advocate of it, made it seem important again. Um, they need to do that. They're trying that, you know, I think they tried to do that again last night with with Seth, um, you know, doing the open challenge and stuff like that again. Um, 
but frankly i think they just need to make people care about the belt and at the moment i don't think anyone really does it feels like you know someone's got a belt and that's great for him but does anyone really care not really yeah um maybe that is something they need to do maybe that's something they need to actually get on board with maybe that will improve things well that's the problem that you know it's first time in how many weeks or like uh, 10 weeks the Seth Rollins finally uh, defends his title and you don't see the main title, the universal title on Raw. So you're like, what were you even tuning in for? Mm. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I mean, look, what I want to see happen is, you no, know, Brock goes to WrestleMania as champ because it's going to happen. It's not that I want to see it, it's just that that's what's going to happen. Um, they figure out someone they want to give it to uh, yeah. Let them win out, uh, you know, end WrestleMania, you know, with a new champion, and never see Brock again. Um, yeah, you know, he's he's had his good times, he had his bad times. He obviously had a good match the other week at Survivor Series, but we're just, I'm just done with him. And for someone that's only going to appear on like 30 shows a year or or less, I don't know what his contract states, but whatever it is, who's going to make that many appearances? I'm not that bothered by you. Um, yeah, I'd exactly. rather have it on someone I'm going to see on a regular basis. So, yeah. um, you know, ideal world, Drew McIntyre wins the Rumble, build him up a little bit more, and he beats Brock. That would be yeah, that nice. would be yeah. the perfect way to end WrestleMania season. But they'll probably give it to Strowman if he's fit in time. Yeah. That's the match. That, that's the match they want. That's the match they want. Yeah. But yeah. I'm, I'm hoping we get to see a bit. You know, Drew McIntyre becomes the the male Becky Lynch, and Steam yeah. rolls his way into the hearts of uh, the WWE creative writing division. But who knows? Man can dream. American dream. <laughs> yeah. Man can dream. Brock loses a title and then is honourably discharged, and that's the last we'll see of him. That's that's my hope. That'd be nice. Well, I think that's about it for this week, and it, old buddy, old pal. Yeah, unless you want to talk about Raw some more. Got too much time. If you're able, before you put this out, if you're able to edit out any mention of Raw, that would be great. I haven't got enough time to edit all of that stuff out. <laughs> oh god, too much time. <laughs> <laughs> alright pal well thank you again for tuning in thank you for joining me no worries um, I'm probably because it's 10 to 1 I'm probably going to watch the start of Smackdown like the absolute mark that I am uh, just to give me something else to moan about before I go to bed well sounds like a good plan so uh, thank you for, for downloading the podcast if we haven't mentioned it already I'm sure we have previously, but please leave a review and subscribe because then you'll get the new episodes as soon as they're released. And I can buy my kids some more figures. Yeah, because that's what it's all about. Kids need figures. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast. Could be the name of the podcast, really. What was before you go? What's the thing with Sergeant Slaughter on Twitter, mate? I, you, I've, I've got no idea. I was going to ask you about that. Right. So we've never tweeted from this Twitter account. This Twitter account was basically created as a dumping ground for when we create a podcast and we just chuck it out there. And if it gets picked up by one person, that's one person more than was ever expecting to listen to it. 
via Twitter. And for some reason, uh, I had like all these notifications on Twitter and Sergeant Slaughter is taking the Pencil Net Geek Twitter account into his tweets, welcome, welcoming us into his club. Uh, look, I've been a member of worse clubs than that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, but very bizarre. I don't know if it was mean to use our name as a hashtag or something, but hey, we're in the big leagues now, kiddo. Well, that's what, it's a, that's what we've been dreaming of. It's a dream. All we need now is Jose Lafario to help us along the way, and we'll be we'll be mustered. <laughs> Showcasing walls. All right. Well, thanks again, Soap. No worries. I'll be speaking to you soon. Good night, everybody. Stay safe. Don't do curb stumps. Don't do curb stumps. Oh, that's a my Jove man thing.